Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and I have built a set of mathematical models named Sideline that predict various sports outcomes. Hear more about the models in the course of this episode. Let's cover five Major League Baseball games scheduled to be played on Saturday, April 1st, 2023. Get you in here. Check out the webpage on the banner. It's www new for some explanations and community rules. Remember, if you're interested in projections and picks for every single game, sign up for all that content over on Dub Club. We're going to cover five here. That link is in the show description. But even if you're not there, still thrilled that you're watching here. Remember, sports are unpredictable, so the discussion of the show projects a typical game. It does not try to forecast it to a T as that would be a foolish and impossible goal. Take a long-term view on here and don't get distracted. When weird stuff happens, it's baseball, it's going to happen. But it will balance out in the long run, and it's hard to foresee before it happens. So the idea is opening night, Padres lose at home. No one saw that coming. If you were on the Rockies, congrats. It's less about... <clears throat> it's, it, it's really just about price. We always talk about price. It, it's about... I thought the Padres, at that price, were a good investment. Thought that they would win, you know, whatever, three out of four times here on uh, a Thursday. You know, we, I'm recording this before the Friday games have happened. And we got one of the four that they didn't. And that sort of thing is going to happen. Uh, it was the only A grade of the losses on opening day. It was a pretty good opening day. So, again, remember, going to give you a few of the A grade plays here and going to have the rest of them over on Dub Club. So, make sure you sign up if you're interested. Remember... Um, no shows on Sunday. Some of you are hopping back in from baseball. Some of you are with us in college basketball. So you remember that. Uh, so we'll talk about these Saturday games and then we'll be back with a show on Sunday night that will cover the Monday games. But before we get to today's show, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, don't miss any of the college basketball and there'll be your college football content. This channel provides, remember, A-grade money line plays are to return four units. That is, the risk and win will equal four. So, you're proportionally more on favorites and dogs. B-grades return three. C-grades return two. And again, just a little scaling system I like to use. You can see how that works out in the Google Sheet. You can see all the past results by clicking the link to the Google Sheet in the show description. I've got a couple tabs there as well that will tell you how strong each team rates out, how strong each starting pitcher rates out, how we've done on each team. Um, and then how picks have gone by show, by grade, all sorts of goodies over there in that Google Sheet. Let's get to it. As always, take what you like and leave the rest. Got a couple of early afternoon games here on Saturday. Going to start off 2.10 p.m. Eastern. White Sox. I'm just excited to finally pick my team. I picked the White Sox in day one, and they won that one, and I picked them in day two. Who knows how that goes? I'm excited to finally be on them here on Saturday. I picked the Ashes at minus 130. It's an A-grade play according to the model. No weather issues, of course, because of the roof at mid If the roof's open, it's because it's going to be a nice day. Model says this should be Astros minus 179 that they win the 64% of the time. Really, the pitching difference is not that much. I give a slight edge to the White Sox with Lucas Giolito over Jose Urquidy, who I have a slightly below average. As an Astros fan, not a huge fan backer of Ricky. I don't really think he's great. He's just mediocre. Um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, might find his way out of the rotation when Lance McCullers Jr. comes back, given the um, potential, the possibility in a guy like Hunter Brown. So, you know, I'm not overly high on Arquiti. It's just, I don't think that Giolito is that much better than him. Of course, the White Sox bullpen still deep, still got a lot of arms without Hendricks. 
not as strong as it would be otherwise. This Astros bullpen is really deep, pretty good. So that can at least offset that edge. Offensively, of course, the Astros have a huge edge. Uh, so this is a game where I think the Astros are much more likely to win than the minus 130. So it's an A-grade pick here. With regards to total, model says 9.1. I'm seeing 8, 8.5. You know, if if you had to, I think there might be a chance for runs in this game. So if you're looking at overs, it probably wouldn't be a bad way to go. Again, as a reminder, though, I'm really hanging back on totals, at least for the first bit of the season, because I don't know what kind of baseballs we're using this year. Every year it's something different. So I'm playing it a little bit more conservatively with totals, but if you were going to play a total over would be the way the model would tell you to go here. As the model thinks the offenses are better than the starting pitchers in this one. 2.15 PM Eastern Blue Jays at the Cardinals. Let's grab the dog here. The Cardinals plus 112. It's a B grade pick. I want to talk about this game because of the total. And again, I'm hanging back on totals for the most part, but the model really likes the under in this one. And assuming we aren't using juiced balls, I do have to think that unders are pretty strong investment. Again, as always, there's no locks in gambling, but we're going to have a really chilly afternoon in St. Louis. We're going to start off around 45 degrees, close out at 50 degrees. The wind will be blowing out or across, we're 24 hours away from this game right now. We're almost 24, so something to check back in. Right now, it looks like it might be a little bit more across than out. If it's blowing out, that's obviously going to help, but just a subtle shift in which direction the wind comes from could drastically affect how you view this game because of the over 20-mile-an-hour winds to start, and they will you know, die down into the upper teens. It'll still be a pretty strong wind as the game goes along. But I mentioned this in a previous show, early on in the season, the cold air tends to overweight the wind. It's more important than the wind. We saw that in the first game of the season at New York. We had really strong winds blowing out. Of course, Judge crushed that ball, but there was only five runs in that game. And obviously part of that was really good starting pitching, but part of that was cold temperatures um, really preventing uh, the ball from carrying very well. And you've got, you know, at least one good pitcher in this game with regards to the under and Kevin Gaussman, Jack Flaherty, real high variance guy here, not pitching a lot last year, hardly through it all. Uh, battling a ton of injuries. He's definitely got the pedigree and the potential to be a good pitcher. I do give the Blue Jays a massive edge on the starting pitcher front here, but the Cardinals have a better bullpen. And at home, I think they have a chance to win this game. Model says it should be Blue Jays minus 104. So again, I would lean Blue Jays if you just ask me, who do you think wins? But again, that's not the world that we live in as sports bettors. We have to bet a certain price. And I think that, again, the model estimating the Blue Jays win this 51% of the time is pretty reasonable, maybe 52. It's not that much more than 50. Because again, while the Blue Jays do definitely have an edge with Gaussman, the fact that the games in St. Louis matters and the St. Louis bullpen being strong matters again you didn't see that in opening day where all the relievers gave up all the runs uh, but i expect a much more low scoring affair here i think plus 112 is a pretty solid investment of the cardinals and it gets a b grade again according to sideline and again if you're playing totals under probably a pretty strong look you have a very pitcher friendly ballpark and especially when it's cold like this it's hard to score runs in st louis again opening day aside don't let that one game fool you 4 or 5 p.m. Eastern, Phillies at the Rangers. I got my uh, Zach Wheeler jersey on here, but I'm actually going to fade Zach Wheeler in this one. He's a fantastic pitcher, and the Phillies will have the edge in the starting pitcher department here, but it's kind of a carbon copy of what I just said in the previous game with a couple of tweaks. Uh, you know, Rangers throwing Nathan Yavaldi isn't that far behind Wheeler. Obviously, I'd rather have Wheeler than Yavaldi. It's not 
you know, I'm not breaking any news there. Um, but, you know, as good as Wheeler is, and as much of the fact that the Phillies have a better set of relievers in the Rangers, again, the game location matters, the fact that it's in Arlington. On top of that, I like the Rangers' offense better than the Phillies' offense, especially right now without Bryce Harper in it. Uh, the Rangers' offense grades out better. It's a, actually a pretty okay offense. This Rangers team is going to be decent this year. I'm not really sure they can compete. They didn't really go out and get relievers, which is a little surprising for a team like this. I would have assumed they would have tried to go out and get a bunch of relievers in the offseason, and then if they're doing well, great. And if not, those are great trade chips to just – add more lotto tickets to your farm system. Um, and that's going to be their big issue. But obviously, DeGrom at the top, uh, Nathan Eovaldi, and then we, we know, uh, you know Jonathan Gray and, and a couple of the other guys there, Martin Perez, a decent rotation. And again, a pretty decent offense. It's not going to you know lead the American League in anything. But again, it's better than this Phillies offense right now. And so it kind of just like I said in the previous game, B-grade pick on the dog here at plus 114. These are the types of picks that win pretty close to half the time. Don't know, you know, it's not this simple, but I kind of would think probably the Cardinals or the Rangers win. Hey, maybe both win, but I kind of think one of them wins. And you make a plus 112 and a plus 114, and it works out great. We are price sensitive, though. Remember that, and that's, again, if you're if you're with us on Dub Club, you get this Google sheet. You see all the model projections, the exact numbers. You can kind of look at it and, and, and see. It's not a situation where I'd be playing the Rangers at even money. If even money is all you can do, I want no part of uh, of the Rangers, I want to make sure that we are getting uh, plus odds, especially you know, the plus 10. And like I said, this plus 114 is a B grade. It's a, it's a decent investment uh, here, giving a chance to um, the home team again with an above average starting pitcher in Nathan Evaldi, even though he doesn't match up with Wheeler. Rangers at plus 114, a decent play total. In this one is about seven and a half. Model says 7.2. Another game where we had a ton of runs on the first game i'm not sure i think that happens again again i do not know about the ball so that's the big caveat because last year they used the dead balls for a while and they brought some of the live ones back in and and we could kind of see some of those differences don't really know what they're doing but again assuming they're not using the really live balls or even if they're using average balls these two pitchers i think we're more likely to see a lower scoring game than high scoring game obviously and we thought that in the first game but remember the way i like to think about this is when these games happen, they come from a distribution of games. What we saw on opening day with DeGrom and Nola getting lit up like that was at the most extreme tail of the distribution. You would not expect if these two pitchers pitched again 35 times against each other in that exact same game, we would not expect a single one of them to have more runs than that, right? It would be really unlikely. So that was a weird situation. Could happen again. You never know. But again, these are two good pitchers. And I think if you're getting, you might be getting a little bit of value going under seven and a half in this one because of what we saw on opening day. Also at 4.07 p.m. Eastern, we got a lot of these 4 p.m. Eastern games as they are um, potentially, it seems like maybe avoiding the prime time slot a little bit here uh, because of the final four happening, maybe a little bit weather as well. But check out our final four show. I'm going to put it right there. If you're with us on YouTube, you can click that link. Uh, if you haven't seen that yet, got three college basketball games left. But for this one, I'm going to grab the Angels here at minus 165. It's a B grade. Faded the Angels in opening night against Otani. Massive plus odd, odds winner on the athletics. And Cousin Jared and I talked about it. Otani is fantastic, but he can only control so much. And especially as a hitter, you know, he can even control a little bit more. But the Angels have lost a lot of games he's pitched in and – People love to bet on Otani. So a lot of times there's value fading them. It's not always going to work, but those plus odds prices like that, we don't need it to work every time. We don't even need it to work half the time and it's going to work out for us. It worked out great for us there. I'm flipping now though, and I'm back on the Angels 
here on game two at a B grade pick at minus 165. Model says it should be Angels minus 178. That means they win 64% of the time. Patrick Sandoval is a pretty good pitcher, above average, one of the solid starters for the Angels, of course, behind a guy like Otani. The A's are going to throw... from where you know from the from japan him coming over and try to translate that so obviously a guy who has no major league experience and so we do have a decent idea of where he's going to fall i think he's going to be a pretty average pitcher i do not think he's going to come over and be you darvish i don't think he's going to be as good as otani pitching that sort of thing he's going to be a decent pitcher and i think he's going to stick in the big leagues but the model thinks for now decent but not quite those same electric numbers that we've seen guys come over sometimes and be just outstanding from day one that's not what we think is going to happen here so we give the angels the edge with regards to starting pitcher again as i mentioned on opening day both of these bullpens i have zero faith in whatsoever the difference is that the angels offense is so much better than the a's and unlike opening night where we had to lay a price like minus 225 or something like that to back the Angels. Here at minus 165, it's a whole lot better of an option. Given that the difference between these two starting pitchers is not that much less than it was on opening night. Obviously, Otani is a fantastic starting pitcher, but as we mentioned, the A's pitcher himself also wasn't that bad and wasn't that far behind him. I mean, obviously, again, I'd rather have Otani, but... You know, there was a little bit of a gap there for sure, because there's always is, it seems like with Otani, you know, here there's a little bit of gap as well. And it's a little bit smaller, but it's not that much smaller to justify the cost difference of like 70 cents or whatever that it is that we're dropping here from the Angels. So I think at minus 165, I think you got a pretty good investment. Again, as long as you're playing in the minus 160s, it's pretty good. Uh, maybe in the low minus 170s, don't want to get too carried away beyond that. Total is 7.1. According to the model, actual total I'm seeing is eight. So another situation the model would be going under. We are going to have a slight breeze out. Again, as I mentioned, that's kind of built into Oakland because it always is a slight breeze blowing out there. But we're going to be, even though it's in the middle of the day, we're going to be in the low 50s. So the ball carries a little bit better in the day in Oakland, but a lot of that has to do with the temperatures. When we get in daytimes of 70 degrees, sometimes 80 degrees temperatures, that sort of thing. I don't expect it to carry well here. So again, the model would lean under. I think, again, you've got a pretty good starting pitcher for the Angels and what I think will be a decent one in the A's. This feels kind of like a 5-2 Oakland, uh, or it should be Anaheim win here, uh, Los Angeles win. I still like to call them Anaheim because then I can separate, differentiate them. Uh, but, uh, you know, something like that where I don't see too many runs scoring. Angels should score a few, but uh, the A's are going to be hard-pressed to score runs really all year, as you saw on opening night. That doesn't mean they won't win some two-to-one games. They won't get into it you know, every once in a while. But against a guy like Sandoval, they're going to have a hard time scoring, just like they did on opening night against Otani. So I like the A's here at minus 165 again, a B-grade play. So the late games, 9-10 Eastern. Diamondbacks at the Dodgers. You have another A-grade pick on the Dodgers here at minus 225. They were A-plus play the day on opening night. Got it done for us. Pretty handily. Going to be another chilly night in L.A. Around 60 degrees to start, low 50s to close. Going to slight breeze blowing out, dying down as the night goes along. Kind of like a normal night in L.A. Total on this one's 8. Model says 6, 7.6, so the model would go under. The biggest reason that we are going with the Dodgers here, and it's an A grade, is the massive discrepancy between Clayton Kershaw and Madison Bumgarner. Of course, this used to be you know, prime time lefty on lefty dueling action that was just must-see TV. 
obviously Bumgarner has just really fallen off a cliff. I have him as a, over a full standard deviation below league average, but Kershaw is still humming along. He's not the best pitcher in the league anymore, but he's still really good. There's a massive difference here with the guards, the starting pitcher. There's a pretty big difference with the guards, the offense, even the Dimex bullpen. That's not bad. Still lags behind the Dodgers. This is one where you, you really can't make this price high enough. Obviously, that's true that you can, but it just it doesn't feel like it'll ever get to a place like that. Model says it should be Dodgers minus two seventy one that they win this seventy three percent of the time. Just as a reminder, playing bigger odds, whether it's minus or plus, can be profitable. Now, we do have to remember how to scale them right, and again, that's why I like to do what I do, where I make the risk plus win add up to the number that I'm looking for based off how confident I am. But you know, minus odds, plus odds. If there's value, there's value. You know, if you have a minus ten thousand play that. We have evidence and data that suggests that it's going to win 99% of the time. I'm laying, or minus 1,000, I guess. If it's minus 1,000, it wins 99% of the time. I'm playing it. Now, that's probably pretty rare. You aren't going to see that very often. But, you know, if it's minus 500, right? Minus 500 competes to about 83%. And so if I have good feeling and good reason to believe, mathematically speaking, that that team wins 90% of the time, I don't mind laying minus 500. There's value where there's value. You just got to appropriately scale right? It's just because we got to make sure that we're, we're, we're managing our bankroll well. Um, but same thing on the plus odds, if it's plus 500 and I think that the team wins, you know, 25% of the time, I think it's probably going to lose, but I think in the long run, it's a smart investment. Same thing here. You're going to be preach a lot about this. There's going to be times where we're going to take some big, ugly dogs. Like we did an opening night with the A's. We sometimes take some big favorites like this with the Dodgers. I think it still makes a lot of sense. The just starting pitcher discrepancy is just through the roof. I have no faith in Madison Bumgarner, and I still think Clayton Kershaw, a pretty dang good pitcher. So this is all Dodgers here in this one. And that's all we've got for you today. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can show all the sports betting content provided on this channel. It's dropped right to your feed. You'll be back again Sunday night to talk about the Monday slate. But until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.